Hi, it's me, Ishan Akbar, welcoming you to 929, the award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com, the freelance marketplace of talented freelancers in over 500 categories. Do you need help with design? A new website? Or maybe it's just that you need better SEO. You can find all the talent you need in one place with Fiverr. Welcome back to the podcast where every week we spend 9 minutes and 29 seconds learning from a noteworthy guest. Let's find out who it is this week. This week's guest is passionate about supporting mums find their way in business. It's the woman behind the Australian parenting network, Mums & Co, Carrie Kwan. Carrie is enthusiastic about women receiving the support and tools to succeed in business, and she's regularly working to empower people to follow their dreams and create communities. And I think we need to do more to embrace that ambition and to encourage it, to have those conversations, to have role models that that we can also see, oh, you know, someone like me is doing that. In this episode, Carrie is telling us to embrace ambition. For the uninitiated, tell us a bit more about Mums & Co and what you do. Mums & Co is Australia's most caring movement for business mothers. We believe in upskilling and connecting her. We want to help her harmonise her ambition, livelihood and well-being. And we want to make business suit business-owning mothers who often have to make a choice between their families and ambition. So it's quite tough to succeed at launching and staying in business. It can be really isolating when you're small and working remotely. And Mm. it's a daily challenge to actually be able to juggle your ambition, your livelihood and your well-being. Tell us a bit about some of the practical steps that you advise people to take or have taken yourself in terms of embracing ambition. Because, you know, I'm a comedian. I know people who embrace ambitious plans to be comedians. And frankly, they're not equipped to do it. But also we know that there are so many businesses and startups that probably start off quite ambitious, but the reality hits and suddenly things Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary fall by the wayside. What are the practical steps that you take to not just be ambitious, but try and make it sustainable? So I think it, um, there's, this, there's I think there's this principle that I, uh, I live by and that's, you do have to start things that scare you. I, I think, you know, having that sort of ability to step into that unknown, I think it's about being tenacious and keeping striving for what you want. And finding that sort of tenacity is a little bit easier when you find something that's purpose-led. So I'm all about community. I'm really proud of the the leadership opportunities that I have at work and in my family. And I think it's how you approach that um, daily sort of, you know, showing up every day to to do this and to make a difference for, um, you know, in my case, these women. Um, so when most people think that they've actually failed, I think someone who is ambitious only sees learnings and uses mm. that knowledge to uh, continue onwards. 
I think it's also about being generous and accepting generosity along the way. There's certainly going to be hurdles and ups yeah. and downs, high highs, low lows, moments when you encounter a lot of doubt when you're actually adventuring and being a business owner. So I think you need to find those trusted people that are in your inner circle that can keep you positive and keep you moving forward. Why do you think people don't embrace their ambitions? What stops them? I think there's probably a mix of social, gender, cultural barriers expectations. There's definitely a fear of failure and the fear of the unknown. So it's not natural for people to to be okay with not achieving something or making mistakes along the way. It's not a natural response for us to be in a state uh, of. I also think that there might be something around, you know, when you add caring responsibilities. So in my world where I, I work with a lot of uh, mothers, parents who have caring responsibilities, it can actually awfully, actually make you a little bit more risk adverse because mm-hmm. there's definitely lots at stake. Do you think that there's this language and culture around the idea of ambition that can make it seem alluring, but people might not be prepared for it? Because I'm thinking of, you know, the the big things that you hear American on American shows, like, be ambitious, go forth and conquer, do the things you want to do. Do you sometimes feel like that can feel a bit, I'm perhaps speaking from a British perspective, we're a bit like a bit more emotionally repressed and we think, oh, no, that's too much. I can't possibly do such a thing. Look, language is really important. It's imperative, actually. It's um, how we talk to ourselves. It's how we share our ideas, our worldviews. You know, it's simple as how we actually ask for things or, you know, we might make an introduction. And I'm certainly a big advocate of conveying, being able to convey our stories. So being able to pitch mm. what you do is definitely something that's important. Uh, and your business story starts with a story that you tell yourself. So you can either positively frame that or negatively frame that. It's definitely all shaped by the language that you use. And you mentioned about the sort of cultural nuances and, you know, how we sort of treat ambition. Um, So I'm I'm Singaporean born. I'm Australian Malay Chinese woman in technology that's lived in London and has sort of had an experience in both corporate and startups. So I I think from an easy international comparison is probably, you know, the Americans who tend to wear self-promotion like uh, this badge of honour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Australians tend to, I think, be a bit more humble and undersell themselves. You might have heard of uh, the tall poppy syndrome. So this is a term that's commonly used in Australia. It refers to an expectation that uh, tall poppies, the flower, should grow together. And if one grows too tall, then uh, they're achieving too much and they need to be cut down to size to conform. So in the workplace, that means that your work's achievements are perhaps marginalised or your successes are minimised. And in general, I think Australians can be seen as a bit afraid to talk about our ambition. Uh, I think, you know, there's a a quite scary stat that 68% of Australians believe we do have a culture of negativity towards ambition. And when we ask Australian business owners, that increases to a staggering 75%. So, you know, we don't want to talk about ambitions for fear of being labelled as a bragger. What is the one thing you would hope listeners of this episode would go and do the moment they hear this, because I've been inspired by wanting to be more ambitious. What do you think they should do? Uh, If you're listening as a business owner or an individual, I think one of the tips I always 
love to give is just be ready to pitch with confidence and conviction. Mm. <laughs> um, so, you know, that that is your story. I think we all need to be able to convey that with confidence. So you never know when you're going to meet a future someone uh, who can actually help you with your business um, and you need to be able to leave that listener intrigued and wanting to help. Um, wanting more. So, you know, practice your pitch, get your elevator pitch pat, um, and you can practice it anywhere. It's, you know, at drop-off, uh, school drop-off, or, you know, when you get your COVID vaccination or uh, <laughs> wherever you might be. Um, and if you're listening on behalf of an organisation or an institution, then I think it's around, you know, embracing ambition at the macro level. So women, women are certainly more ambitious than ever. Um, if you consider global movements such as as Me Too and women's marches, um, as we move towards more greater diversity and inclusion, it's really important um, that you can help support action uh, for your organisation and embrace the ambition of women in your network. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us on 929. I really enjoyed that chat. It was such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Carrie is obviously a very driven person, but she was clear that ambition can range from the small to the big. Ambition might sound, well, ambitious, but it's about setting yourself realistic goals that should challenge you, resulting in even better results for you and your work, be it in business or anywhere else. 929 is a part of the Fiverr family, and Fiverr is the digital marketplace for freelancers. Thank you so much for listening. Please do leave us a review. I'll see you soon. Goodbye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 